0: Oh, and welcome to Side Character Quest, the show where I'm starting this time. Usually it's the guest, you guys, you listeners, you've gotten used to things. You've gotten, you're resting on your laurels. You guys, you you need to get your act together. You can't just go along expecting the same thing, expecting nothing to change, and expecting life to just keep getting better. You've got, you've got to be willing to take a new direction. Isn't that right, uh, my guest, Elion?
1: No, there's only one direction. But then they broke up.
0: Oh, oh my gosh! There was a moment when you said no <laughs> that I thought you were about to say no. That's not how my name is pronounced, and I was gonna feel real bad. I was gonna feel real bad.
1: No, you did. Real re- you did well. You did well.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Um, uh, the the well uh, well focused listener might be able to catch um, last episode when I was about to say your name and then panicked that maybe I was going to pronounce it wrong and then just left a pregnant boss uh, <laughs> counting on you to fill him. And you did. You did a great job. I very much appreciate it. Um, I, I also very much appreciate uh, this cactus polo that you're wearing. Uh, real, real cool. Thank you. In fact, in fact, one moment. <laughs> one moment. Alright. So listener, uh, for your oh oh gosh, my headphones just did something weird. Um, listener, for your benefit, I am changing shirts right now. Um, and I am changing into uh, a shirt that is covered with with take a look at this. Look
2: at this
1: Yes listener, take a look at this. Take a look oh, at no, this. Oh no, it's blurry. Oh it's oh, so no. blurry.
0: All right, so it's they so blurry,
1: are, just describe it
0: They are uh, oh, red bye. diamonds <laughs> Red hearts, black clubs And black spades It's just covered with those The, uh, the houses of cards um, It's a very good Very good shirt uh, Listeners, I, I want to you to
3: know
1: I'm currently Only seeing a shoulder <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I, I don't have the best Webcam game out there uh, the, the webcam is not attached to my computer and thus will just swing wildly around my desk uh, and just start pointing at walls and stuff. So the fact that you can see my soldier, mm, my <laughs> shoulder, uh, oh my God, means that things were going... In there? Yeah, I've got a soldier up up, up in here. It's, it's a little toy soldier. Um, we're going to now start our game of D&D and... D and uh d and deck the halls um were the game about the nutcracker with our toy soldiers and our mice and let's go fight the rat king okay
1: oh i was just i was just thinking this was going to turn into i spy
0: hey hey that okay that but also the nutcracker make a pretty good rpg right like this a pretty is good tr- like crew Hey, that would make a pretty good like holiday special. On... It would. Hmm.
3: Hmm.
0: Listener, I make no promises, but also <laughs> keep an eye out. Hey, listener, this is a tie from the future saying, "Don't keep an eye out." We did not do that. Okay. Okay. We're we're. Okay, oh, I boy. think that, was, that took long enough. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> what, what a fun and festive intro.
0: What a fun and festive in- intro. Very, We're both uh, wearing collared shirts. Collared shirts. Um, talking about Christmas, which I'm sure is right around the corner when this, this gets released. Uh, there's definitely not like three other holidays before then. Um, hey, uh, how about we do a quick recap of what happened on uh, last episode?
1: All right. Do you want me to tell you or are you going to tell me because
0: if you think you can do it, then go for it. But if you want me to do it, I'll do it.
1: I want you to do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Listener, it's been a while. Um, It's been a little while. Uh, By listener, I'm saying hello. Hey, Jeff. Um, So in the uh, last couple of episodes, um, we've met uh, Deirdre, a uh, half orc cleric um living in a uh living in a church in a a cathedral um out in the middle of nowhere out in red clay hills rolling red clay uh who works um by the side of her adoptive i guess father slash religious leader um father crayon who has instructed her in the ways of holy warfare for for many a long time. She has now been escorting a uh, longtime kind of family friend kind of dealy named Alberta, uh, who has recently been uh, recovering some mysterious memories. Um, And uh, Deirdre is is uh, accompanying this this older woman um, as as she tries to reach the wall of the uh, Forgotten Kingdom of Bregatone. So, uh, where we pick up right now? The ride lasted a little bit longer than you expected. Um, Though you traveled along the river to avoid difficult terrain, uh, you ended up running into a fair number of corrupted beasts along your way Um, thunderous wolves, liquid serpents, uh, acidic birds of prey. Um, But now you finally approach your destination. All around you are desolate foothills. The red clay of father's land is far behind you. In the distance, you can barely see icy peaks wreathed in lightning and an eternal blizzard. This is all that anyone knows of the kingdom of Bregatone. Between you and the peaks is a massive wall so high as to even dwarf the tower that you call home. And now, tucked away, you can see a nook behind these foothills carved into
3: you got this i got this, I, believe I, got in this you. I got
0: this i got this i got this and now tucked away into a nook next to this wall behind these these foothills these children of mountains you see
2: you see a a, a something
3: what is you it see.
2: <laughs> Man, I hate reading things.
0: I just want to like, I just want to (laughs) make up stuff. This is why I don't write, uh, I don't write any of uh, the descriptions for this. You see a gate.
2: Fucking crazy.
0: (laughs) You're riding up on your horse. Alberta slows uh, beside you uh, and she step she swings down from uh, her steed and begins um, walking it uh, the rest of the way towards this gate carved into the wall uh what do you do i we're, we're slowing down where yeah you're you're slowing down you're walking up towards this this little gate it, it's just a gate it's like a it's like a, a door it's like a portcullis but without the without the metal grill in it it's like a it's an arc and you're just Isn't walking that... up to it
1: Maybe I'm misremembering what a portcullis is. Isn't that just the metal grate part?
0: Maybe it is. Mm, that's, that's very <laughs> possible. I always assume that a portcullis was the, was the whole deal. Uh, like the, the metal grating that came down as well as the hole in the wall. I always assume that was the mm. whole portcullis. Uh, but, so, but I could be so, wrong. So
1: there's a tunnel... With a wooden door, is it like a swing open wooden oh, no. door, or like a
0: garage door? so you approach this this uh this gate ah. in the wall um and what you see is a uh stone um arc uh carved into into this massive foreboding wall, and this arc is is not that much taller than you are um it's not that much wider than uh than a person um maybe three or four feet across um and the whole arc is wreathed in carvings of vines um and at the top of the arc is a small crest uh with the face with the the head of a boar on it and uh and yeah that's that's all you see uh is just darkness beyond that uh that gate Gate might not be the best word, but it's the word I chose. So that's the word I'm sticking to tunnel, maybe a tunnel. Well, the thing is, with a the tunnel, there has to be like a tunnel beyond the entrance. And you don't know what's beyond the entrance. So maybe it's a tunnel. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a TJ Maxx. Maybe it's a Burger King.
1: This is the beyond part of Bed Bath and Beyond.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: I'm trying to figure out if Deirdre would actually say something out loud or not. Uh,
0: Feel free. Feel free to say something that she says quietly to herself.
1: I mean, are we just standing here or is Alberta like walking towards this thing?
0: Alberta is uh, standing next to the gate and sort of um, eyeing the vines with sort of a, an odd look in her eye.
1: Odd, like O D D or A.W.E.D. <laughs> uh,
0: a little both. Okay, I meant A W E D, but I suppose okay. the, the other one might also apply. <laughs> hmm.
1: I feel like I want to roll something.
0: Go for it. Um. So th- there's a thing that uh I-, I played a game with um Amber uh who listeners will know uh, as the uh, player behind Silas the other day. Where Amber was the um, DM and they just like when I when something when I set up stuff or when they set up stuff and then they were waiting for me to 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 do stuff, they would just let me stew until I came up with something to do. So I'm going to try that uh, sometimes here where I'm just going to stop talking and like you're just going to to do something. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go the the the, the, uh, therapist route of just like oh
1: and how does that make you feel
0: does that make you feel Mm. Mm -hmm." bad so yeah what are you what are you gonna check what are you gonna do
1: i'm trying to figure like it would it be i don't trust this door is the thing i don't Mm -hmm. trust this thing so i'm trying to figure out if it would be like uh perception or investigation or like even
0: an arcana try describing how you are going to check out this door and then i will tell you what role would apply if, if you don't have one in particular that you want to like aim for
1: well i mean i kind of want to do multiple things like okay. do the carving of the vines seem like just regular carvings is like If I pick up like a rock or something and throw it in, does anything happen or does the rock just like disappear? Like, what?
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, I will say uh, for the rock, you can just do that. And for the carvings, you can roll an investigation.
1: Okay. I'll do the investigation first to check out these sick, sick carvings. Mm what's my investigation so that'll be a uh, 12
0: okay um for a 12 uh when you're looking through these these vines um these carvings of vines you see um some vague arcane symbols like written occasionally on uh the leaves of some of the vines and you also see a uh, little um little figures of mice uh, carved in among the vines, just kind of every once in a while, there'll be one a little little head peeking out of a little mu- figure of a mice mouse. And that's that's all you all you see on there.
1: Are there any mice around?
0: Uh, looking around, you do not see any mice Shittering about. Um,
1: Dang, I can't just throw a mouse in there and see what oh, happens.
0: No. That'd be pretty good. Uh, you can <laughs> throw a rock in there if you'd like.
1: I would like to throw a rock in there and
0: see what okay. happens you uh you reach down um next to a a small um pile uh that's next to the door um pile of something and you that uh, doesn't
1: seem safe i can't just take like a river rock or something (laughs) Okay, from like the uh, you, road,
0: you, I'm not
1: reaching into a pile next to this weird door,
0: <laughs> okay, so you, yeah, you let most... me just
1: reach my hand into this weird pile next to this weird door
0: <laughs> okay um you you reach down uh, next to the door to um grab a, a pebble, and you see like a weird pile of stuff, and so you just you're like, uh, and you uh, you step away from that and grab a rock <laughs> um off a uh, a few feet away and uh pick it up and you toss it towards the open gate um and as the uh rock passes through the gate it continues on and hits the other side and you hear it clatter on the uh stone floor on the other side
1: like it hits something or it just fell to the ground it just
0: fell to the ground
3: hmm. hmm i do not trust this
2: door i can't see that i uh I I can't, I can't fault your judgment. I I mean, I feel as though I, my memories prior to walking through here are, those are the ones that I'm having trouble finding. So, uh, I understand the distrust.
0: Uh, She says, uh, kind of laughing to herself.
2: But, uh, well, nothing ventured, I suppose. And she uh, steps through the gate
0: um, into the the uh, into the shadow that's cast uh, by the sun and the um, gate itself. Uh, and uh, she is she's is in the room and she turns around to face you and says,
1: come on in. The water's fine.
0: <laughs> well, that could have gone a lot worse. I'm fine, I suppose. Uh, and uh, and she looks she looks OK. She doesn't look like anything's wrong with her.
1: Before I go in, I actually yep. do want to check out this weird pile of stuff next to the door. Okay. Seeing as this door maybe not is, is is my maybe maybe not as weird as I thought it was. Maybe this pile of stuff isn't as weird as I thought it was.
0: Okay, uh, you you walk up to this weird pile of of uh, crap and you poke around with it. Uh, give me another investigation check.
1: That's much better. Ooh. That'll be a twenty-two.
0: Oh geez. Okay. Um yeah, so you uh you poke around in this and you immediately with even if you had like made nothing, you notice uh some like d- some uh, falling apart bones and such. Um like just the the remnants of a of a skeleton uh, piled up here. Um you can also with a 22 recognize a bunch of other little facets, little interesting bits of information about this. Um, one uh you see that there is a a mostly um uh, there's some rusted uh a, a rusted weapon of some sort um underneath most of the bones uh one of the things that was making up a lot of the that was sort of obscuring um the stuff was uh you know dirt of course but also uh, rotten um leather armor uh had sort of disguised what was going on here um just the Last little remnants of it um you also have uh or twenty two I'll say you you also notice a a small pendant in the the shape of a um of that same crest that you see above the door uh wrapped around the the neck of the uh guard i guess um on the on the ground
1: uh I would like to say a prayer for this skeleton and take the pendant
2: Oh,
0: that's very kind uh, you do whatever your I, I think we, we decided on something some sort of hand symbol you do whatever motion you do and, uh, and then you praise to whatever mo- power you praise and you uh, grab that pendant um, and you, nothing bad happens
1: <laughs> amazing
0: amazing uh, and then do you, uh, do you walk on in
1: yeah i I walk on in
0: okay you walk on in and you die game over
1: oh no i shouldn't have taken that oh no
0: uh yeah no Um, turn to page three that is a joke that i will use every time and then immediately be like "Mm, mm, that's a boring joke
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) a little bit overplayed a
0: little bit overplayed i suppose um there's only so many times you can do it. So you, uh, you walk in, and uh, as your eyes adjust, you see that you are in a sort of um, a foyer kind of area uh, with some stairs leading up um, into, a, a re, uh, into another uh, room above you. And um, you follow uh, Deirdre up those... Oh, sorry. You follow Alberta uh, up those stairs... And find yourself in a large room, large circular room. Mm. Um, and uh, as you look around the room, um, you notice a few things right away. Um, you notice uh, a, uh, you notice three skeletal forms, one in the center of the room, and then two on either side of the room, uh, left and right. Um, you notice across from you. doorway uh, that's glowing and you notice two doorways on either side next to those uh, skeletons that are on the side Um, and if you want to know more uh, you can uh, tell me what you go to look at
3: these are like
1: regular skeletons right
0: um roll me a perception check
1: ah one of these
0: days. One of these days.
1: Fifteen.
0: So it's pretty dark in here. Uh, it, it's pretty dark. Um, but you can tell uh, looking around the room that the skeleton on your left is mostly collapsed. It's, it's mostly just like a, a similar like pile of bones. The skeleton in the center of the room. Um, oh, oh, and I should say the skeleton on the left uh, looks like it has some armor. That's sim and, uh, and weaponry on- next to it that's similar to what you saw in the pile outside. Um, the one on the right uh, is wearing that same sort of stuff, but it is standing up and leaning against the wall. The skeleton in the center um, appears to have some sort of cloak uh, wrapped around it, um, and you can pretty much only see. Uh, the skull of the skeleton as it sits on the ground um, mostly obscured by this cloak um, you can also tell that the, the skeleton in the center uh, you can see it shake every once in a while
1: it's full of mice it's full uh, of
0: mice oh, that, I, oh, that, I would really like that if that was actually what was going on uh, <laughs> oh man
1: uh, I would like to light the lantern that i picked up in the last place
0: (laughs) you do have a lantern oh that's delightful okay um you light that up uh and um suddenly can see much better in here so i'll I'll give you a a few more bits of info um just keeping that 15 roll from before Uh, but now you can see better
1: now now that i can see what's
0: up um you looking around the room now, you notice that there is a, a large, uh, crack kind of fissure going across the ground, um, that seems to be going, uh, sort of from left to right. Um, and, uh, you are on one side of it, uh, and then most of the room is on the other side of it, um. With the exception of uh, the skeleton that is collapsed. Um, the crack in the ground is also going very close, uh, almost underneath the skeleton wearing the cloak. Um, and the skeleton wearing the cloak is um, surrounded by uh, a circle uh, with a faint glow and some uh, faint symbols that are flickering lightly.
3: There's some magic
1: shit going on here.
0: There's some magic shit going on here. So um, and I will once again remind you uh, the gate across from you or the door across from you uh, is glowing slightly. But the two doors yeah. on either side are not.
1: Are the two doors on the other side of the crack or are they on the side of the crack that I'm on?
0: So um looking at this. Uh, most of the room, including the, the doorways, are on the okay. other side of the crack. Uh pretty much the only thing that's on your side of the crack in the in the ground the fissure in the ground um, is just the, is one the skeleton. Skeleton. yeah
3: Okay.
1: oh man, my dude didn't make it in time Mm-mm. <laughs> didn't make it to the other side of the line
0: mm mm-hmm. and and i should I should say that this uh little fissure is like maybe a couple of inches, and it, it's it's very like just like a
1: you just step over it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not very. Except,
1: big. I don't trust it. <laughs> There's some magic shit going on.
0: There's some magic shit going on.
1: Man, now I'm kind of like, I wish it were just mice. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not.
0: Um. So with that, uh, as you were you were looking around the room, uh, and uh, so is Deirdre. You've just lit the lamp and Alberta. The, Alberta.
2: What? Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you for keeping me honest. Um, uh, the skeleton that is was leaning against Deirdras the wall. There's
1: two Deirdre's
0: now. There's two Deirdre's now. Um, the skeleton's name is Deirdre. No, uh, the skeleton Ooh. that was leaning against the wall um, turns uh, to look towards the lamp and raises um, a shield in its left hand and a sword in its right, and it starts walking towards you.
1: Well, I'd like to turn undead.
0: Ooh. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Tell me what this does. Uh,
1: Each undead that can see or hear you makes a wisdom saving throw. If they fail uh, their turn for one minute or takes damage, it I think, like, if they don't, if they try to keep coming at me, they take damage. I made these notes a long time ago. That Uh, is okay. They can't can't move within 30 feet of me, and they must make a dash or a dodge to move as far away as possible. Uh, If their CR is one half or lower, they are destroyed if they fail their saving throw, because my turn undead also does destroy undead, because I'm level 5.
0: Nice. Okay, um, so this is what uh, I'm gonna say. How? So I'm gonna roll for um, both of those guys, um, for both of the ones that are like constituted. One second.
1: Well, because one of them's just definitely dead.
0: Yeah. Uh, so what do I have to beat?
1: Oh shoot! What's my my spell save DC? Is fourteen.
0: Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. so um, the one that's walking towards you uh, as you you hold up whatever your holy symbol is, uh, activate this, uh, this glow sort of erupts from you. Um, The one that's walking towards you uh, shudders for a moment as that glow passes over them and they they kind of look around, they they look kind of uh, can maybe confused might be the word to use. Um, But then they continue forward. The one uh, that's in the center that was wrapped in the cloak, however. uh, When they get hit by this wave, they. Sort of stand up a little bit and look shaken and stumble backwards out of the circle that they're in. And when they step out of that circle, you feel a you see a flash and there's a wave that a second wave of energy that pulses out. Um, and a light uh, above the door that's across from you, above the glowing doorway, uh, blinks out. And then that, uh, that skeleton um, wearing the cloak uh, turns away from you, turn undead, and um, s- tries to stumble out through that gateway. Um, as they do, uh, they collapse into a pile of bones
1: oh no uh
0: and and are in pieces on the other side of the the doorway now uh but that that first one is uh, still heading your way um and it is going to uh unless you have something else you can do in this turn um it is going to uh try to attack at you
1: no i think that's i think that's just an action that i can okay. take
0: Um, so it is going to, uh, run, um, run towards you. Uh, and as it it runs towards you, uh, bringing up its sword, uh, it steps over that fissure in the ground Mm -hmm. and its leg collapses out from underneath it and then it falls forward into a pile of unattached bones. Yep. Mm hmm. Mm
3: hmm. And it just is collapsed down in front of you.
1: Deirdre kind of like grabs her mace
3: and like pokes it. <laughs> I. I don't know. Did you did you do that? No.
2: OK. That's that was weird i don't know what to say other than that it was very strange (laughs) all right um okay uh and she like nods uh so yeah
3: could i
1: take one of these bones and throw it back over the fissure and see what happens
0: uh sure you're just taking like a single bone
3: The skull.
0: Okay, You pick up, (laughs) you pick up the skull and uh, you throw it back across the little fissure. Maybe you just kind of like pick it up and just kind of nudge it with your your mace, like roll it over. Just
1: like go go back over there.
0: And like it like hits the uh, it hits the the fissure and it just sort of like gets stuck for a moment. And you're kind of like push it, push it, push it up. And you get it over and it uh, falls over the lip. And you see the um, jaw starts like wiggling, uh, just for a moment, and then it starts moving like kind of wildly, and then it stops, and the jaw, the uh, jawbone disconnects from the rest of the skull, and it just lies there.
3: Hmm. Hmm. <laughs>
1: I don't know what this would do to a living being. Do I have anything for this? No. I'm like, do I have anything like a Dispel Magic or...
2: (laughs)
0: No.
3: Hmm.
0: You could roll an Arcana check.
3: I could.
1: I could definitely... I was like, Deirdre knows better to just shrug and walk over the line. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> me as a player
1: just kind of wants to shrug and walk over the line but Deirdre knows better <laughs>
0: uh, that's where'd my sheet go
1: there it is that'll be a 14 for Arcana uh,
0: I would say that with that you can you can kind of get an idea so you are looking around the room um, and you know that there's some sort of like dark magic you can tell because there's some sort of necromancy going on um but you also notice that uh the skeleton um that was on your side of the fissure was collapsed um and you know that as soon as one passed over it collapsed so it appears that like whatever sort of probably whatever's going on affects undead things and affects them on the other side so you're even mm, mm, it's probably okay i don't know again i can't assuage your fears too much i'm realizing mm.
1: and i still don't see any mice
0: uh looking around um you uh you do actually see like a little a little skeleton of a mouse uh running around in a corner of the room and it's just a real, like sitting up on skeleton of a its, mouse a skeleton of a mouse and it's kind of like raised up and it's like looking around at the uh, over towards you and then it gets down on its feet and it runs through the uh, doorway on the right of the, the uh, place. On the right? On the right. So there was a door, a glowing door to your in, in front of you. Yeah. Door to your right, door to your left. And the door oh. you came through. Of course.
3: I'm going to follow that mouse.
1: Let's go. Okay. The, the, the thing, the carving had little mice. It mice are important mice. to whoever, whoever <laughs> did the carving. Mice are important.
0: That's fair. That is a, a fair re, uh, rationalization. Um, you step across the uh, fissure. Um, nothing seems to happen. Um, and you walk into a, uh, you walk into a room. Um, and in this room, you see uh, it, it opens up into this wide open space um, a, with a long uh, sort of runway, I guess you would say, um, in the middle of it, uh, leading towards the middle of it, of the room, um, with a large pit uh, surrounding this runway. And uh, the, the bottom of the pit, you cannot see in the darkness. But uh, at the end of this runway... You see a simple um chest of some sort that is glowing, uh, and there is a little skeleton of a mouse
3: sitting on it. And I can't see down this pit.
0: Uh, you cannot see down this pit.
1: All right, I'd like to have my shield and my mace at the ready, and like inch closer to the pit, try to see if I can like peer over.
0: Nice. Uh, you look over, um, and you, uh, hold up your lantern, um, and as you, uh, sort of brush away the, the webs of the darkness, um, you can see just a maybe 20 foot pit below you, uh, with, um, some spikes and, uh, just hard stone, uh, at the bottom of it.
3: Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Is is the pit like uniform all the way around or there bits that look like they're like how
0: it's it's very it's very uniform. Uh, Imagine like you are entering um, a large circular room. Uh, Imagine that the circular room is like. 20 feet down below the uh, the doorway and people just like haphazardly put spikes along the bottom. But then there's like a little runway that leads from the doorway to the center of the room, and there's a little thing sitting on it
3: in the middle. Mouse hops down off of the thing, and it starts climbing down into the pit. Getting away from you. Bye. (laughs) Uh, Could I roll,
1: like, an investigation to see if like there are traps <laughs> uh, like something ready to push me off this runway if I walk down it
0: I think you're I think what would do you better in this instance is perception okay, but okay.
1: I just don't want to like walk across this and it's like and you get hit by a sandbag and you fall into the spike pit <laughs> Well, that'll be a 14.
0: Okay. Um, with that, uh, holding up your lantern and and looking around the walls of this this room that are are far away from you, um, you can see that there's there doesn't appear to be any sort of like opening or any sort of shadow uh, that you cannot see into the depths of. Um, There's no place that any sort of um, swing trap might be. So, as uh, assuming there's no sort of like magical trap going on, and no sort of like, yeah, assuming there's no sort of magical trap,
3: you're okay. I
1: kind of like just glare around the room, like if I die in here, at least I saw it coming, (laughs) (laughs) and start walking towards the chest
0: gotcha um you get to the chest uh with no uh no repercussions nothing happens to you along the way um and when you get there uh you see that it's a small chest um maybe the size of a uh, in our world in our world you and me ours yeah like the size of a shoebox kind of like that big it's pretty little um and it's uh it's sitting on a small platform um and uh it's not attached to the platform or anything like that, um, but it's covered with uh, these glowing lines, uh, vaguely reminiscent of um, vines once again, uh, and in the center of those uh, vines is a small, um, small symbol, uh, maybe the size of a coin, um, and the symbol is an impression of, a, uh, of that same boar crest that you saw when you walked in the building.
1: So the medallion I took off the dude, is that the same size?
0: That is indeed the same size.
1: Can I push them together?
0: Uh, yeah, you push them together and um, there is a small flash um, and the glowing uh, vines slowly turn off. Uh, the, the glow slowly dissipates and then the uh, box pops open. And you see inside a a large key.
3: Just like the
1: Zeldas. Mm -hmm. I'll take the key.
0: Yes. Um, And I'll I'll note that the uh, the box was um, glowing blue. That uh, that circle that the person was sitting on earlier was glowing green. Hmm. Oh, just just a note. So you, uh, you I, I assume you turn I, I around take, and go back I to the take room. I take the
3: key and I, I walk. I walk out, still
1: kind of glaring around the room, like if you <laughs> kill me on the return trip, at least I saw it coming.
0: Cool. Um, as you as you walk out, uh, you see the little uh, little skeletal mouse um, scuttle out uh, into the room uh, before you get to that doorway, um, and you find yourself uh, back in that room um, with the uh, two collapsed skeletons. Uh, you know, on the other side of the room from you. Um Deirdre is uh sort of Deirdre. Squatting down. Oh, sorry uh, every time um Alberta is uh squatting down um looking at the the circle that the uh the cloaked skeleton had been sitting on um examining it and um you have uh, that one room that was to your left originally that's still unexplored, and you have the glowing doorway um which uh yeah it's it's right there um so you can do whatever you want at this point
3: uh I'll go over to Alberta. Have you seen anything of this like before?
0: um and you hand her the the key? No, I'm I,
3: talking about
1: the uh circle oh, the circle yeah she's I, she's examining it right
2: yeah, yeah yeah i uh. I don't know it's it's strange i it appears to be some sort of some sort of seal some sort of word uh, some sort of trigger i don't know but i i have a vague memory i feel like i this i passed through here a long time ago but i i can't say that i've ever seen this anywhere else i don't know
3: I'm going to go investigate the other door.
2: OK, actually, uh, what's
1: the mouse doing? You said it came back into this room. Is it just yeet. like
0: chilling? Uh, the mouse is um, uh, sort of crawling through the uh, the collapsed skeleton of uh, the one that had tried to attack you.
1: That's fair. Wait. Yeah, Yeah. So it's on the other side of the fissure.
0: Oh, wait, no. OK, it's not there. Never mind. Take that back, recon, recon, recon. <laughs> so uh, it's
1: it's it's hanging around with the skeleton that tried to run.
0: Yes, yes, it's it's hanging around with that skeleton, um, with the the leftovers of that skeleton uh, that did not make it through the doorway. Um, yeah, it's standing over there uh, next to this doorway, um, which is uh, casting a uh, pale blue light and a pale red light, um, and uh, and yeah. Uh, that's what's
3: going on over there with that mouse. It's
1: got pale blue and pale red.
0: Yeah, so you walk over to the the glowing doorway um, and you see that in addition to there being sort of a glowing film covering the the space of the door uh, that appears to just sort of be like warbling in the air, um, you also have uh, you also have two, two glowing symbols on the right side and the left side of the door um, one, the one on the left is red the one on the right is blue and uh, there's also a symbol on the top that is uh, that is not glowing but it, you're pretty sure it was glowing when you walked in the place
3: it was glowing and then the skeleton collapsed
1: I would like to investigate the skeleton
0: the skeleton um, looking at the skeleton uh, you sort of like push around its, its bones and, and stuff. You see that, um, the, uh, cloak that it's wearing, uh, appears to be sort of like woven, like leaves and vines and stuff. Um, underneath that, uh, it appears to be wearing just a light linen shirt. Um, and it's not holding any, any weapons. It's not holding, uh, it d- it's not wearing a pendant like the, um, the guard from the, the outset. Um, It's just just kind of like. Hanging out. Hanging out there um, dead.
3: uh, As skeletons are wont to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. All right.
1: Checking Um, out the other door, the one that was originally on the left.
0: Excellent. Um, So you uh, step your way into a. Into the final room. Uh, do you do you bring Alberta with you or do you just leave her on the outside?
1: No, she's still looking at the thing. Yeah, she's still I mean, looking at
0: the thing. She can keep looking at the thing, I suppose. Yeah, She
1: I, I'm not going to interrupt here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so you uh, you step forward in through this. Uh, through this the door on the left and you see a. Large depression in the ground Um, not not a drop like the in the room on the right uh, but just a a slightly sloping depression Uh, and as you step forward with your lamp you can see in the darkness um, three uh, three forms one let's reorient ourselves all right so that we are taking
1: we're in the doorway
0: we are in the doorway looking
1: into the room
0: yes and the Uh, the doorway you're entering from is behind you. Yes. There is a in this the on the edges of this large depression in the ground. There is a small set of statues on the right, on the left and on the front.
1: Can I see anything about these statues or? Yeah, I do have dark vision and a lantern.
0: Yes, you can see uh, super well. Um, So stepping forward, uh, you see Um, the one that's directly in front of you, you see that it has the form, uh, of a, uh, of a frog and a tadpole and a froglet, um, just kind of like sitting there. Um, they're fairly large, maybe like uh, a foot across each. Uh, and then when you walk over to the one, um, on the right and on the right, you see a small nest. You see a um, chick and you see a uh, Robin. And then on the um, on the left, you see a uh, caterpillar, you see a cocoon attached to a leaf and you see a butterfly.
1: And they're all in like order
0: Um They're, they're kind of hanging out in different orders. Um, oh, and I should note that at the bottom of each of these sets. Uh, There is a a small um, symbol of a hand.
1: Like if I pick it up and turn it upside down, there's a hand. Or Uh, like no, no,
0: no. Sorry. Um, These statues are like built into uh, the wall on the edge of this depression. Okay. And the um, symbol of the hand is sort of like built into the wall. Okay. Yeah. Also, there's there's some slight light around the around the room. There's like a, a soft glow.
1: What color is the light?
0: Uh, It's a slight red glow.
3: Hmm.
1: So the symbol of a hand, is it like a normal hand size or is it
0: pretty normal? You're you're, as a half orc, your hand might be a little bit bigger, but not not tremendously.
1: Can I go grab the skeleton's hand?
0: Sure. Okay. yeah, (laughs) Uh, which which one do you grab?
1: Let's go with both of them.
0: Okay, Um, you you walk into that uh, into the main room and uh, uh, Deirdre, sorry, every time um, Alberta looks over at you uh, and says, oh, what are you you doing over there? And uh, you like reach down and like pull up a hand of one of the skeletons. And she's like,
2: never mind. I don't want to know.
0: And uh, and you you uh, carry them back into that room.
1: Hmm. I feel like order is important here.
0: That's very possible.
1: So I don't want to like just shove a skeleton hand in there all willy nilly.
0: I will say that I wouldn't set up a, a puzzle where if you got it wrong the first time, you'd be screwed.
1: That's good to know. Uh, So they've all got the same color glow. Uh,
0: yes, they're all red
1: and you said that they were kind of like presented in random orders uh
0: yes um the the uh, among themselves they're presented in random words so like the butterfly uh caterpillar and cocoon are all together but they're just sort of like in a they're just they're just kind of kind of hanging together they're not like in a particular order uh there it's not like caterpillar cocoon butterfly Uh, tadpole froglet frog um, nest uh, fledgling bird they're just kind of grouped they're just kind of grouped all in like a a beautiful miasma of life
3: all right a diorama sort of a diorama if you will yes diorama
1: that mouse still outside or did it follow me in here
0: the mouse followed you in it wasn't it didn't follow you the first time but when you grabbed one of the hands it followed you in
1: it's like hey what are you doing
0: what's going on this is the most interesting thing I've seen forever
1: I trust this mouse I don't know why but I trust this mouse
0: <laughs> excellent
1: I kind of turn to the mouse and I'm like friend mouse do you know how this one works
0: <laughs> uh, it walks up, and I, I, um, gest-
1: I gesture with the skeleton hand.
0: <laughs> um, it, it, it sort of uh, follows. Its eyes, well, its skull, I suppose, are following the uh, the mouth, the hand as you hold it up, and uh, as you gesture towards the statue, it um, skitters over towards uh, where you're gesturing. Um, but that's that's all it does.
3: Hmm. And there's nothing about these statues that are like, diff-
1: not like, mm, not like different, but like discerning from each other other than the creatures that they are.
0: Yes, that is correct. As far as you can tell at this point, there is nothing, nothing significantly different from from each of them.
3: All right, let's just start on the left. Slap right. a skeleton
1: hand in there.
0: So you uh, you place a skeleton hand um, onto uh, onto this this thing, um, and uh, as you do so, um, you it's it's the butterfly uh, symbol, and as you do so, um, the wings of the butterfly statue start to flutter, um, and water uh, pours in. Uh, From through those the joints um, and collects into a small pool uh, in the recessed The recessed floor um, that you are in at the same time uh, the door to this room um, shuts closed and uh, You can also see water pouring in um, from the mouth of the froglet and uh, pooling up from the nest
3: all right. If I if I let
1: go of the skeleton hand, does it fall or does it stay?
0: Um, you let go, uh, and nothing happens. It oh, and I should say the water co- goes in and then like stops. So it's just a, at a small pool around your ankles.
1: No, i mean like it, i'm holding the oh, skeleton this skeleton hand up if i like
3: let go of the skeleton hand does it fall yeah, or does falls. it like stay it stuck in the thing hmm i see
0: where you were thinking with that that's that's an interesting thought that would have been fun for me to build into this but i think it would have made it a touch too complicated <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like they all have to be touched at the same time skeleton uh-huh. hand sticks oh no my hand is stuck i should have put the skeletons (laughs) first uh so they're all leaking water now
0: uh they all briefly leaked water for maybe like 20 seconds and then they they each stopped
1: all right let's go over to the bird next
0: okay uh, you place your. Do you place the skeleton hand on there?
1: Skeleton hand, yeah. Uh,
0: you place I'm the skeleton hand on I'm putting my hand there? in there. <laughs> and uh, the hand symbol uh, starts glowing, um, and just sort of
3: just is glowing. Is glowing. Uh, and just glowing? nothing. Nothing else happens. All right. Let's try the frog
0: okay uh you walk over to um the frog and you uh once again place your hand on there um and uh it once again starts glowing a soft red and uh nothing else happens
1: all right let's do the butterfly again
0: okay so i okay hey listener i made this a very complicated puzzle um (laughs) uh and uh and you place your hand on the um hand underneath the the bird uh, butterfly and it starts glowing and the water drains and the door uh raises up and there is a small flash um that you can see from the main room um and hey uh listener listener um hey uh if this If you had not done this correctly correctly the first time, it would have been probably pretty complicated to figure out how it's supposed to work. Uh, But dang it, because you started with. (laughs) I think that if because you started with the butterfly and then you went to the bird next, it all just sort of like fell in place by happenstance. Which I'm very annoyed by. Well,
1: see, my reasoning was there's water so let's get the things that aren't amphibious out of the way first (laughs) (laughs) so i skipped the frog
0: oh geez yeah okay i get i get that um (laughs) okay uh do you want to know how that was actually how the puzzle actually worked
1: i would yes
0: okay so um how the puzzle worked Is a every once you activated it, you activate it by just putting your hand on one of them. Um, Then they all each uh, each of them, each of these sets of statues pours a little bit of water uh, and then it stops. Um, If you looked around uh, the room um, when the water was pouring, you would see each one of the sets represented um, a three stage life cycle. Yeah. Um, And. They were each. How do I describe this for the butterfly set? If the caterpillar was the thing that shot out water, you would want to activate the butterfly set first. If the cocoon was the thing that shot out water, you'd want to activate the butterfly set second. And if the butterfly was the thing that uh, shot out water, then you'd want to activate the butterfly set last. And same with the other ones. Um, That's a
1: pretty cool puzzle. I'm sorry. I guessed it right on the first. It's
0: a pretty cool puzzle. But the first row that I had was uh, for I wrote out like a little table of like, you know, how I'd have it go each time Um, you activated it. The first row was butterfly froglet nest, which meant that you activate the puzzle and then you then you press the bird set, the frog set, the butterfly set. And that just happened to be the order you did. (laughs) So. So, yeah. Um, And if you had gotten it wrong, uh, then they would have all the lights would have gone off and the water would have like filled up a little bit and it would have shuffled which one you were supposed to do first.
1: That's a really cool puzzle. I'm sorry I ruined it.
0: (laughs) Oh, well. Um, So, yeah, that was the puzzle. Uh, So the door opens um, and you uh, you step out. And. Um, uh, and uh, on the other side of the, the door, oh. <laughs> and you see Alberta uh, looking kind of worried, uh, but but relieved as she she sees your your ankles dripping water, um, but otherwise you are unharmed. Uh, the mouse um, skittering around at your feet uh, happily and uh, and yeah, um, looking towards the door, you see that uh, the red symbol um, is no longer active. Uh, And there's just the blue symbol left.
1: Can I just bring the key over to the blue symbol and touch it?
0: Yeah, uh, you walk the the little blue key over um, and you notice a uh, small um, keyhole uh, set into the stone. You place in the key and uh, turn it. And as you do so, there's a uh, bright flash coming from the glowing blue symbol which then dissipates and the gateway, the shimmering field covering it, the one that, the, that had stopped the skeleton dead in its tracks, um, dissipates ahead of you and you're greeted by a bitter blast of cold air. Alberta grasps your shoulder as her breath catches and then she steps forward. She walks through the gateway and walks down a set of stairs, walks through an arc uh, covered in vines with little mice peeking out, a symbol of a boar at the top of the arc in the keystone position.
1: I say goodbye to the mouse.
0: And you follow after her. You say goodbye to the little skeleton mouse. The little skeleton mouse actually uh, skitters after you, um, <gasps> uh, sort of uh, steps up onto your, um, onto your boot and uh, climbs up your little pant leg and uh, crawls up to your shoulder. I love it. You love it. Um, and uh, as you you look around, uh, you feel um, snow whipping uh, swip, whipping through the air, a sight that you are not super familiar with. Um, snow is not a very common thing in the, the land uh, that you've grown up in. But ahead of you, you see uh, tall snowdrifts in a valley that reaches out uh to massive mount, uh mountains ahead of you um topped with uh eternal blizzards and lightning at
3: that alberta turns towards you and says thank you for taking me to my home
2: thank you for bringing me back to bregaton
0: And we're going to stop there. So um, where we we have uh, that, that's pretty much the the end of um, Deirdre's little side quest here, her little escort quest to get uh, Alberta back to her home place. Um, what does this mean? And I
1: leave her in the snow.
0: <laughs> and you leave her in the snow. Um, yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to get on my little donkey and head on home. Um, yeah. So uh, what does this mean for the larger world of uh, side character quest? What What is this kingdom of Bregatone? What? What are? What? Why? Why, though? Why, though? Who knows? We, we, it's hard to tell because this has been a side quest uh, following a side character, so uh, who knows what, how, how it affects the main, the main, uh, main story? I don't know. You, you definitely know. Do you know, Jeff? I don't know, Jeff. Um, but yeah. So uh, tune in uh, next time and find out more. Um, do you have any any closing thoughts about what you uh, you think that uh, Deirdre would do at this point?
1: As soon as Alberta dismisses her. And, like, you did it. She goes back through the room, goes back, gets her mule, and probably takes Alberta's horse also, (laughs) and goes back to the church.
0: Nice. And see, that's the thing. Um, That's the sort of uh, lack of character development that you expect from side characters, not from main characters. Um, So it's perfectly acceptable in this situation.
1: (laughs) But Um, now... She has an adorable mouse that she is definitely not ever going to let father see. Are you kidding me? Undead mouse? Wait, wait, in actually. In the church?
0: Wait, actually. Wait, that's a good oh, point. Did it,
1: did it dissolve?
0: It, it holds back when it sees the fissure and does not, not cross over.
3: Oh. This is heartbreaking.
0: This is heartbreaking. You know it'll be waiting for, me, for you.
3: For
1: me as a person, this is heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Deirdre briefly could very, very incredibly briefly, and then she feels extremely guilty for it the whole ride home. Considers staying here. Just,
0: <laughs> just to be with the mouse.
1: Just to be with this mouse. Did you name and the mouse? And also What was my horse's name? Veritas?
0: I, yes. Oh, that was such a good name. Yes, it was that.
1: The horse is Aquatos.
0: Wait, wait. The mouse is Aquatos, or the horse is Aquatos?
1: Shit. Yes, the mouse is Aquatos.
0: Aquatos. That is a very good name as well. Uh Oh man. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, so yeah. Um, I think this has been pretty, pretty, pretty fun time. Uh, thank you for joining me. Elyon, um, do you want to uh, plug any of your your other work?
1: Uh, check out my comics podcast.
0: Yeah, it's,
1: it's called Capes and Japes.
0: Capes and Japes.
1: We we just have a fun time talking about comics.
0: <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a pretty fun time. Uh, we were talking before the show about you guys talking about like Hellboy and stuff on the most recent episode. Sounds yeah. like a good time to me. Well.
1: Most recent as of recording I as don't know what recording. we're going to be talking about When this releases
0: Yep yep um, how, how often do you guys How often do you guys re- like? Do you guys re- uh, record and then release within like a week or so uh, or Do you have a backlog okay.
1: Buddy I record and release I record on Monday release on Tuesday It oh. is
0: <laughs> Oh man jeez. yeah I am not that li- I am not living that life Uh,
1: Uh, see it we could do backlog except then uh we do at the end of our episodes like what did you read this week
0: Mm.
1: so it gets Mm. a little bit more iffy with like
0: what comics had come out yeah um Oh, speaking of that, do you, do you have any any uh, comic recommendation for the, our listeners? Uh, Well, first off, if
1: you're not reading Super Sons, you should read Super Sons.
0: Okay, I am not reading Super Sons, so I should read it, that.
1: It's got Superboy, uh, okay. Jonathan Kent, who is the son of an alternate universe, Clark Kent and Lois Lane, and also R- Damian Wayne. Oh. Did I say Clark Kent and Lois Wayne?
0: I think, Lois Le- I think you might have. I think you might have.
1: Lois Lane
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: and, uh, Damian Wayne, who is the biological son of Batman and who is also Robin, and it's about them becoming friends. And it's an excellent, it's an excellent fun comic. Please read Super Sons. Like we say on my podcast all the time, please read Super
3: Sons. (laughs)
0: All right, all right, listeners, you uh, you know what your job is. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, this has been super fun, and um, man, that that rhymed very closely to Super Sun. Um,
1: yeah, I, I was just thinking about that, and I was like, should I mention something?
0: No, nah. Uh, mm, uh, I don't worry. I can get myself off track. I don't need your help doing that. Ah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well, this has been fun. See you guys next Fortnite. Uh this has been Ty and Elion. Thank you for
1: having me, Ty.
0: Hey, thank you for, for joining me. Bye everybody. Goodbye. We are definitely waving into the air. Oh okay. of course. But of course. Joy drops for the use of not drunk as our intro and outro music find them at thejoydrops.com you can find us at sidecharacterquest.com at scq podcast on Twitter or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com.
1: You might have already heard of Wonder Woman, but did you know that there were several people who went by Wonder Girl? You've heard of Spider-Man, but did you know there's more than just Peter Parker? Well, here at Capes and Japes, we can fill you in on all that stuff that you maybe didn't know. My name's Olivia. And I'm Alion, And you can catch us every Tuesday wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you there.
0: Uh, there'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers feel free to send me the raw file as well. um, Oh, I've just been
1: sending you without anything. I'm just saying, the last time
0: I personally recorded, I recorded
1: on Thursday for my podcast.
0: For your podcast.
1: For my podcast. (laughs) I'm talking (laughs) about comic books.
0: Comic book stuff. (laughs) It's Um, Hellboy,
1: or as we started lovingly calling him, Heck lad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I foresaw the heck part. I did not foresee the lad part. I really enjoy that.
1: And he grows oh. up into heck Oldman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's pretty good. I, I'm, I'm pleased with this. I've Always wanted to read Hellboy. It always seemed I, I, I enjoyed the uh, movie when it came out, the first movie um, when it came out. And it felt like the type of uh, comic that I could have gotten into, but I just never did.
1: That's literally something that I said during this episode.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so you ready to, to dive on in?
1: I thought for a second you were going to be like, Are you ready to die? And I'm like, Oh, only always. Let's go.
0: <laughs> no, I will say, uh, I don't anticipate you dying in this game.
1: Watch um, me. I'm just one bad roll away (laughs) from it at any time.
0: If you have a promo for it, uh, send it my way and I'll air it after the show.
1: (laughs) We don't.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Hey, um, uh, all right. All right. So it's going to go something like this. Capes and Japes. We're having a good time talking about comics. Yeah, Uh, I'll air that after the show. Um, Thank you, I you appreciate can it, it. Stuff if you want. Mm-hmm. Thank
1: you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. It it really it really encapul- encapsulates our show.
3: Mm-hmm.